Chapter Fifteen of the Rover Boys on Land and Sea by Arthur M. Winfield. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Matt Perard. Chapter Fifteen, Another Castaway Brought to Light. The Golden Wave! Hurrah! Tom could not resist setting up a shout when he saw the familiar hull of the schooner resting quietly on the beach of an island on the other side of the bay the cry awoke sam dick and old jerry and they came running out to learn what it meant the schooner came from sam how did that get there the storm must have driven her off the rocks and into this bay answered dick she didn't go down after all it's a fine thing for us put in captain jerry his broad face beaming with pleasure now we can have all the provisions we want and clothing and guns and if we can anchor the wreck in some way we can live on her just as comfortably as in a house at home the excited talking brought the girls out one after another and they were equally pleased over the stroke of good fortune she seems to be cast up pretty high on the sand said old jerry but even so the sooner we get to her the better or the sea may carry her off i am ready to go now said tom but how are we to get to that island it's a pity we didn't bring our boat around there are two islands of the circle in between came from sam why can't we swim from one to the next and get around that way we can try it lad but we want to be careful there may be sharks around in these parts oh don't let the sharks eat you up cried grace we'll keep our eyes open never fear said dick a boat was taken and it was decided that sam should remain with the girls to protect them in case of unexpected danger while tom dick and old jerry should make their way as best they could to the wreck the old sailor and the two boys were soon off they tramped down the beach a short distance and then reached a coral reef leading to the next island here the water was not over a foot and a half deep and as clear as crystal so the passage to island number two as tom named it was comparatively easy the second island crossed they followed the shore around until they came opposite to the island upon which the wreck rested here there was a channel sixty or eighty feet wide and of unknown depth the channel through which the wreck had most likely entered the bay the water here was by no means smooth and captain jerry shook his head doubtfully it won't be no easy swim he said reckon as how i'll try it first i can get over easily enough said dick and threw off part of his clothing and his shoes he was soon in the water and striking out boldly and the others followed short as was the distance the swim was as hard as any of them looked for and when they reached the other side of the channel all were out of breath and had to rest for a moment it's a good thing no shark happened to be near said tom the monster would certainly have had it us at his mercy when they reached the wreck they found the stern well out of the water the golden wave lay partly on her left side and it was a comparatively easy matter to gain the deck the masts were gone and there was a big hole in the bow but otherwise the craft had suffered little damage why she had not sunk was a mystery until later on old jerry discovered that some of the cargo consisting of flat cases had got wedged into the break thus cutting off a large portion of the leak we can anchor her without trouble 
said the old sailor and perhaps straighten her up too so the deck won't be so slanty then she'll be a regular hotel for all hands let us go below and see how things are down there said dick and he at once led the way at that instant a loud sneeze reached their ears causing dick to pause on the companionway looking into the cabin he saw a man standing there partly dressed captain blossom he ejaculated is it really you or your ghost dick rover cried the master of the schooner then you weren't drowned after all no captain but but how did you escape is it really captain blossom came from tom and he rushed down into the cabin followed by old jerry all shook hands and the face of the captain showed his pleasure over the meeting so you all escaped and are here he said i am downright glad to know it what of the others we don't know what became of the other boats answered dick saw nothing at all not a thing the captain shook his head sorrowfully but how did you escape asked dick again that is a short story lad when i went overboard from the rowboat i caught hold of some of the wreckage from the schooner this was still fast to the deck and by hauling myself in i soon got on board again as i had no boat i remained on board for i soon saw that the schooner would not go down immediately at daylight the ship left the rocks and drifted around on the ocean until the wind came up last night when we struck this island and got beached as you see i was worn out with watching and as soon as i found the boat was safe from sinking i went to bed and slept soundly until i heard you three tramping around the deck we are stopping over on yonder island said tom when all went on deck and he pointed in the direction see sam and the girls are waving to us let us wave in return and stand apart so they can see that there are four of us they did as the youngest rover advised and soon saw that they were seen then captain blossom held up his spyglass i reckon they will know who i am by that he said and he was right for sam told the girls that the fourth man was captain blossom beyond a doubt how's your stock of provisions asked old jerry we are getting just a bit tired of living on birds and fish and we want a gun or pistol with which to protect ourselves the golden wave has enough provisions to last this party a year answered the captain we haven't anything very fine but we have plenty of flour dried beans salt and smoked meats and a good many cases of canned vegetables as well as sugar tea coffee salt and pepper with fresh fish and some game we'll be able to live as well here as if we were on shore that is if we can find fresh water we have all the fresh water we want on the large island said tom and lots of tropical fruit coconuts bananas and the like if we are going to live on the ship we'll have to bring fresh water over from the other island in a cask said dick that will not be very handy can't we move the wreck over came from tom no lad answered captain blossom she is here to stay until her timbers rot but if we wish we can move some of the provisions ashore there are the parts of a rowboat below and i reckon i am carpenter enough to put the parts together in a day or two we have a boat on the north beach said old jerry we could bring it around to do that we'll have to swim the channel again came from dick and i must say i don't like that 
let us make a raft cried tom there must be plenty of material on board of the schooner for that there certainly is answered captain blossom come we can make a raft in less than an hour all set to work and in a short space of time they had the material together ropes and spikes were there of plenty and as captain blossom laid out one stick and another the boys and old jerry either nailed or tied them together a board flooring was placed on top of the spars and then the whole affair was dumped into the bay with a loud splash it floated very well with the flooring a good ten inches above the surface of the water and as the raft was nearly twenty feet long by ten wide it was capable of carrying considerable weight that's better than a boat said dick we can pile a good deal more stuff on it let us get on and paddle to where we left the others said tom they will be anxious to learn the news captain blossom was willing and they took with them a variety of provisions and also some extra clothing and some firearms then the raft was moved to where the boys had left part of their own clothing when they had started to swim the channel the coming of the big raft and its passengers to the shore where the cabin was located was greeted with shouts of joy from sam and the three girls hurrah for the captain of the golden wave cried sam swinging his cap in the air we are very glad to see you safe and sound and i am glad to see you answered captain blossom as he leapt ashore and grasped one and another by the hand last night i was thinking i would be a lonely castaway now i find i shall have plenty of company we have brought along some provisions put in tom and in honor of this reunion and also in honor of the fact that the golden wave has not been sunk i move we invite the girls to get us up a regular feast i think all hands deserve it i second the motion cried sam all right we'll cook you anything you want said nellie that is if you will supply the things i will answered tom then he scratched his head well by gracious what's the trouble tom asked grace did you forget to bring along some sugar worse than that i brought along all sorts of good things to eat and not a single knife fork spoon or dish outside of some cooking utensils oh dear burst out dora it will be a sorry feast if we haven't anything to eat from i'll go back for the dishes replied tom promptly sam do you want to visit the wreck we can go and come by the time the things are cooked to be sure i'll go said sam and in a few minutes more the two boys were off on the clumsy raft End of chapter fifteen